Hi, and welcome to the Whiskey Sippers Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Josh. We're just a couple regular guys. With a sick and twisted sense of humor. So if you're easily offended, probably now's a good time to tune out, because it just gets worse from here. Let the shit show begin. What's up, Josh? What up, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Episode Cinco. The Cinco. And it's May, so and it should we, be Cinco de Mayo. And we've already Cinco the old drinko <laughs> since we... <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh, so, you can't uh, hear that clink. Uh, Oh, man, I hope we man, got that man, one. Whatever. They're crystal glasses because I'm fancy. So let's talk a little bit about how we pregame for this one. Um, <laughs> we kind of slumped off a little bit last one, and I think that's because I couldn't really drink. I had just a couple little sips of the whiskey um, mm-hmm. because I was driving and whatever. And uh, yeah, I had stuff to do. And early, you had so stuff we, to do. So we kind of like, good. yeah. And, you know, uh, to be honest with you, our jaws weren't as, uh, how can I put it, loose? As they normally are. We fixed You that. got the loosest jaw, boy. Oh, you know what? You got I the do. loosest jaw you know? ever done. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be our special Memorial Day episode. Okay? So uh we we pre-game this episode a little bit. We already do- dove into our whiskey. We're about a little more than halfway through the bottle already. We are. It's awesome. It's so good. It's good stuff. All right. So Dave. Yes. Also, I want to tell you, buddy, Dave made some ribs tonight. Yes, I did. And crushed it. Mm-hmm. Crushed it with the ribs. I'm, a, I'm the rib man. Oh, man, I want to tell you what. I'm a big food guy, mm-hmm. and you, those ribs, mm-hmm. phenomenal. I'm a culinary savant. I'm going to give those ribs a 3.5 out of 10. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> That's the best rating I've gotten so far. <laughs> JK. You didn't throw up after you ate them, so no, that's No, I know. Thank God. <laughs> no, remember we talked about the, uh, uh, actually we talked about the wood pellet fired grill slash smoker that I bought when yes. we cooked the porterhouses. Yes. Yep. And we said we we're going to revisit that. Right. I made these ribs on said wood fired pellet smoker. Oh, they were awesome. And it's they, awesome. they're, they're, they were good. They were Wood good. pellet fired smoker people. If you're out there and smoker. you want to sponsor this podcast, let us know from the pit boss. Wood pellet fired. Hey man, grill slash smoker. You, people, you may laugh, but we went international. We that's right. People in the UK are listening. To all us. Right, we got people in the UK, Europe. We got some over here, yep. some over there. I think the ones we in hit the about U- all fifty states. Right, I think we did. The ones in the UK are over eighty. So I don't think they realized what they were doing. <laughs> they just saw whiskey and they were like, click. They're like, oh, is this the Margaret Thatcher channel? Let me put it on and see what's on there. That old cunt. Yeah. <laughs> then, then she died. <laughs> and just let it play. Uh, so it can, anyway. Is it just me? Did, do her or Barbara Bush look, look like a lot of love? Margaret Thatcher? Yeah. yeah. Well, Barbara Bush, got, you know, she's passed away. But did, didn't Barbara Bush and Margaret, uh, not Margaret Thatcher, the queen, look a lot alike? Yeah, I thought Barbara Bush and Margaret Thatcher looked a lot alike. I think Barbara Bush was the result of both Margaret Thatcher and the Queen. I don't know if they could produce Some sort a of baby. alien DNA because UFOs are Ooh. here. Both of them were abducted, sampled, mated what? in some alien, weird, alien, big-headed, big-brain, translucent body sort of way. You're blowing my mind and, right and now. Boom, Barbara Bush. <laughs> In case you can't tell, uh, those are the best fritters I've ever had. So this shit talking uh, episode is going to be brought to us by Traverse City Whiskey. All right. Yes. Traverse City Whiskey. This is going to be their straight bourbon whis- whiskey, triple X. 
43% alcohol. 86 proof. 86 proof, yep. Aged in new American oak bottles for three years or more. Also, Mm -hmm. the price point on this, so we'll talk about how we got this bottle in just a second, but the price point that I found on the internet was between $45 and $65. That's not bad. So I'm going to tell you guys right now, excellent bourbon. Oh, I like it. I'm going to give my review right now of it. But uh, Mm -hmm. but before I do that, um, I want to thank a buddy of mine, CJ, donated this bottle to us from Michigan. He lives in Traverse City, Michigan. Shout out to CJ. Shout out to CJ. I went to basic training with him. All right. He went to Ranger School. Real badass. All right. True badass. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Infantry guy. I like it. Yeah. uh, And like I said, Ranger tabbed. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, uh, you know what he did when he was in the military? No. He was part of the honor guard. Really? So he was at, like, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier? He did that? In Arlington, yeah. I heard those guys have to, like, they have to know every president in the history and by memory and all this other stuff they've got to know. Just gotta ridiculous be, stuff they have to Amazing to assignment. Wow. But, like, really. So big shout-out to CJ. Oh, yeah. Thank you, and, CJ, uh, very I, much. You know, to, you know, you hate to say thank you for your service, but, you know, honestly... Awesome. It, it, it's my pl- it's an honor for him to be one of my friends. And there's a group of us who went to basic training together and we still keep we still keep in contact with the podcast. Oh, that's cool. Or not with the podcast through text messaging and mm-hmm. they listen to the podcast. And these guys are all successful in what they do. Awesome. They're all super awesome guys, right? Um so it's yeah, it's it was uh I went to basic training at 33 years old. Mhm. That, wow. right? that's yeah, old. I was old. That's old. I was old balls for basic training. That's old, right? And there I was with all these young guys, and uh, they were. I looked up to a lot of them. That's how good some of these guys were. So wow. it was, yeah, 22, 23 year old guys, twenty four. So yeah, you hear that, guys? One day I'm going to talk about uh, my bunk mate. Oh boy, whose name will rename nameless, but I'm sure he's listening to this right now. I hope he's listening to this right now. And I'm well, going to tell he'll a couple send us a bottle of whiskey. Well, yeah, exactly, uh, and. Uh, I'm going to tell a couple stories about him. But back to the whiskey, right? And you know what? Thank you, CJ, for sending the whiskey. Uh, thank you, CJ, for your service. Although I'm sure you thank Josh for servicing you. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple times. Multiple times in the same night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play the, the blowjob noises tell, again because Josh can't yeah, say that. <laughs> one day I'm going to, uh, I'll, I'll tell a bunch of basic training stories. I'd like to hear and them. And you're going to laugh very I hard. Probably I probably have some great ones. All right. But, CJ, um, thank you. But back to the whiskey. CJ. So back to the whiskey. Yes, sir. So uh, this color of the whiskey is kind of amber in color. You can see it because I have new crystal whiskey right. snifters. And you know what I'm going to bring up too? Yes. The legs. Right? Yeah. So oh, yeah. So when you, when you spin it around the glass. Thick. And you see it drop down. You can see it's thick. You can see it. You can see the, the marks, the trails from where it drops down. Um, the flavor of it. I'm getting a lot of vanilla. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm getting a... We get a vanilla, and I'm getting a, like a caramel smoke. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. It's good. Has a nice burn going down. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not even going down, like in the back of the nose, back of the nostrils. Right, right. But doesn't burn, like I said, like the last time, like Maker's Mark, mm-hmm. burns you like lava. Does not burn on the way down. It's warm. You a little sting in the nostrils, but it's it's com- it's comfortably warm, and right. it stays. You it it, it remains. It, it lingers. Right. I like in that. a good in a really good in way. a good way. Yeah, really good lingers way. in a good way. I, I'm going to give this a four plus, not a perfect score. I'm not going to give it a five. 
You hear it's that, gonna CJ? A, it's going to take a lot for me to give a five. Thanks I'm for gonna, the whiskey, CJ. I'm going to be like, well, fuck you. I'm going to be like an El Presidente for his pizza reviews. He's such a snob. Where to get a perfect score is going to be really hard. But I'm going to tell you what. This is if if I could if I could let me put it this way. You could snort it. If I could stand straight after four with this one, you would at forty three percent, and you would drink and the have fifth. a fifth. You would. I definitely would. You know, I this is say, a great great bourbon. It, oops, sorry. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Good God! Wow, that was awesome. I almost puked all over the mic. <laughs> like like it just bubbled out when I was at the top. I like a piece of rib came up with that. Uh, no, I agree. I think this is a probably a probably a four 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 plus. I like it. I like the sting. It's not too much. It's just perfect. I like it. CJ, good move. Right. Oh. And let's be honest. It's a win. If this was at our local liquor store, and we bought this. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't donated. Right. You'd give it the same review. Oh, I absolutely would. It has nothing to do 100%. with 100%. Who, who gave it to us. I right. like the whiskey. We're not trying to, uh, we're, you know, we're not afraid. Me and Dave are obviously not afraid to hurt people's feelings. But, absolutely. Um, do it every day. Ask my And wife. be honest about everything. Just kidding. Right. And and my buddy, honestly, he has nothing to do with this this whiskey company at all. It's just near him. It's just near him. Yeah. So we sent him some local a local distillery. He Good sent man. us this. And, uh, yeah, hey, I... I'm going to go to our local liquor store and ask if they can buy this and if they could stock it for us. Well, or for, you know, at least try to stock it, you know. And if not, they'll order it for you. And right. They'll, they'll order and bring it in. Right. 100%. Good job. CJ, do. good job. Yeah, thank Thanks you. again. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. Big shout out to you. Oh, yes, sir. All those guys. All those guys in that text message. We're going to talk about some of you one day, I promise. All right. <laughs> I won't even call you having on our show. <laughs> so our Memorial Day tribute episode. Yes, it is. All right, so this is as a veteran. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, let's uh, let's put this out there. Um, there you go. Right, a little bit of patriotic. Patriotic. People though, say Happy Memorial Day. I'm going to be honest. I don't. With you, I, oh yeah, they do. Hey, Happy Memorial hey, Day happy weekend. Memorial Day. Well, it's not really a happy kind of, weekend. Kind of strange to say Happy Memorial Day because uh, Memorial Day is for those who the fallen, mm-hmm. the ones who who died while giving service to their country. All right. Where Veterans Day is about the veteran, those who served, right? And um, Armed Forces Service Day, that's about those who are still serving. Right. So this weekend, you know, or, or for Memorial Day, when you're out there and you're you're grilling and, and you're watching your ball games or doing whatever, well, there's no baseball now, but you're out there and you're doing your thing, whatever you're doing, take a couple seconds to remember that uh, the, those who, who died while serving their country, so you can have the freedom to do exactly what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and to be honest with you, America, hands down, the greatest country in the world. Um, for now. For n- Let's see what happens in November. Stay away from all political Just Like a bar. Comments, no political. No religion or Ready politics. Awooga! Awooga! I don't know what I was... Stay thinking. away from all political comments, political and religion, or stay away from in this podcast. All political comments, political okay. and religion, or stay away from this podcast. Awooga! Oh, God. Did I pass out? Yeah, kind of. Okay. I might have. All right. Sorry, um, go on. <laughs> but no, honestly, uh, during, during this weekend, you know, you're having a beer... You're having a whiskey, whatever you're drinking, your soda, whatever, you know, pour a little bit out, pour a little bit out for those who felt who the fallen. All right. Those who gave their lives mm-hmm. so you can have that barbecue yeah. so you can be with your friends. All right. A lot of people think, oh, it's for a three day weekend. It is not for a three day weekend. No. All right. So just remember those guys. All right. So today 
we're going to, our conversation in news is going to kind of meld into one, we'll call it a history podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Is it, would you call it a history podcast? Kind of, yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's a Memorial Day podcast, it's a Memorial but it's Day about podcast. figures in history. Figures in history. That have lent themselves into the annals of Memorial Day and its meaning. Right, exactly. You like that? I should yeah. be a fucking narrator. Guess what? What? I've lent myself into your annal a oh couple times. Oh, my God. A few times. And you know what? I've accepted him into my annals. <laughs> <laughs> because, and he's made history. Yeah. I'm a historic figure. Jesus, God. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Tell us a little more Man, about this Travis City whiskey. It is good. good. Oh my, it is good. It is whoa, really good. Whoa, hey, whoa, that's not my leg. Yeah. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, we're going to talk about Medal of Honor recipients. Yes, not winners, not recipients. Winners. You, they're Medal of Honor. Recipients. You do not win the Congressional Medal of it's Honor. It's not you the are, lotto. You are awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor for right. your actions, not for you coming in first in any kind of competition. Correct. A this end is of story. not a participation trophy. Yes. Now you know you are better educated. Let's go on. So we have some. Uh, we're not going to really talk about them too much, but let's just talk a little bit about the Medal of Honor and some famous people who've actually won it. Right. So in battle. In battle. Not who like lived. Won it. I mean, they're Teddy Roosevelt. Right. One of our presidents, right? Um, Teddy Roosevelt, one of my personal heroes in my life. Um, he won the Medal of, uh, of Honor during the Spanish-American War. He did. Right? He also, guess what he established? Something near and dear to our hearts. Yes, he did. The National Park System. The National Park System. The reason why Teddy Roosevelt established that National Park System is because he believed that every man, woman, and, his chi- and, and child in this country should be able to ha- own land and have a place to go to when they had to clear their head. Because that's what he did. He because went to the parks he when did. he wanted to clear he his head. He went to the parks when he had to clear his head. He found solitude in the wilderness, and he wanted every citizen of this country to have that same feeling when they went out. I think that's great. Right. So he established the Adirondack Park System. Mm-hmm. And the Adirondack Park System, do you know the Adirondack Park System? That's near and dear to me and Dave, mm-hmm. right? Yes, it is. But the Adirondack Park System can fit... Six of the largest national park systems inside, inside. of it. It's one, it's the largest natural park in the United States. Right. From what well, I understand. Outside I of believe, Alaska, I, the largest national park system, I think, in the continental United States. Maybe? In the continental United States, I think. I think the uh, what what is it? The national park in Alaska, huge. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what the hell? Are I'm they sorry. Called? Whatever it is, Alaska National. Park. Some somebody Some email shit. us if you can. No, I know what it. I just can't remember the name of it, but Google, that yeah. might be bigger. But the Adirondack Park is the biggest natural park in the continental United States, from what I understand. Right. I could be wrong because it, it it actually it also extends into Canada, doesn't it? Part of it does, but I mean, not so, our, it's our national park system. But yeah, right. that mountain range goes into Canada. Yeah, yep. yeah, uh, and, and an absolutely gorgeous place has one of the most beautiful lakes in the whole country. It does, Lake Placid. Yeah, and we're talking about beautifulness, and here you can hear some machine guns going off in the well, background. Well, it's Memorial Day. It's Memorial we're talking Day. about Medal of Honor winners. Yeah. So um, anyway, another Medal yes. of Honor winner, mm-hmm. General George Custer. George, but Custer. not for the reason that you may think. What's that? Custer's last stand, do you mean? Yeah, Custer's last stand. Do you know what Custer's last one? words were? What? <laughs> Where are all these fucking Indians come from? <laughs> yeah. Just saying. <laughs> I know that because dude. my great uncle's father's nephew's cousin's friend said he heard him say Oh, he was there? He, he, he said, yeah. no. But his buddy's friend's dad's uncle's Gumad's friend, mother... <laughs> Gumad. Was, oh, really? There was was blowing oh, so General was Custer some, at the time. There were some Italians involved. With there this? was, and she was blowing General Custer. So Whoa. she heard him say she it. She got his custard. She heard him say it, but she might have had something in her ear. 
So I'm not sure. In her you know, ear? It might, yeah, like, it might not be. In her ear? Oh, she turned her head. Like, eh. oh. like, no, not in my mouth. Not to do that in my mouth. And, uh, like, and then she heard. Do we not have the machine guns going on during this? <laughs> like, wartime rape. And she's like, oh, no, I thought to put it in my mouth. Oh, eh. oh right. shit, where's fucking idiots come from? That's exactly what happened. Right. That's from what I heard. From my uncle's brother's my <laughs> All, All right. So enough about General Custer. Why so, did he win the Medal of Honor? Well, General Custer's a pretty controversial figure, especially nowadays in this in this country. I heard that. I heard All right. That. Um, not you know not only for his, you can say, turn it off. <laughs> Come oh, on, dude, this is fucking awesome. Fine, go ahead. Jesus. Talk about Custer. Not just for his uh, no his, machine you guns. Know, people can call it an epic fail for Little Bighorn, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Custer also served in the Civil, Civil War. He was a colonel at the time. Uh-huh. Uh, and he received the Medal of Honor in the Civil War when he uh, he overtook a Southern position, a Confederate position, and he took their flag. The Confederate flag. He took. He took. It was from. It was the flag of a Confederate unit. Uh-huh. And I'm sorry, I don't know what the unit is. Right, but he took that flag and he started to wave it. Which they used their flags for communication and stuff, especially you know because they didn't have radios at the time or whatever. They would use runners and flags. But the flag was a really quick way for for generals and stuff for communication. You know, they'd wave the flag one way for something or another way for whatever. So Custer took the flag. As soon as he took the flag, there was a mass surrender of Confederate soldiers. Really? So he overtook the position by taking that flag. He played capture the flag, and they all surrendered. He literally played, yeah. What a bunch of pussies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a bunch of little pussies. Right, right. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he's got our flag, Jethro. I guess we might as well give up. Right, right. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah, he uh, he captured the flag and 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 they gave up. Wow. The the battle still continued, but that particular unit they they surrendered. They hung out. Right. The flag. I mean, the flag bearer. The flag bearer. Traverse bear, City whiskey. Yeah, they wish they had some smoked Traverse a little, City smoked a little urban. weed with each other and chill weed? out. Weed. Yeah, I'm smoking hemp. Huh? No, it's their uniforms. Just, they just smoke weed. They smoke weed. Yeah, all right, cool. You don't smoke weed, Dave. The pancake factory tests me. You know what? The the uh, the dirty bookstore tests me too. So no, I don't smoke weed. When I'm mopping the floor, semen everywhere. Just loads of spooge all over the place. Sticky shoes, Ugh. floor tiles on the bottom of your sneakers. Yuck. Do you think Custer would have used a used a, He would have used one of those little booths. No, he didn't need it. Because my uncle's friend's sister's friend's cousin's dad's gumad's sister's mother got it was blowing him. <laughs> Sweet, so he didn't. She was just always there. She was uh, like attached to it, like dra- like hanging nice. off it, like he had nice. to drag her behind him. Nice. You know like, the thing about the like, Civil Jesus, War too. Like a third the thing leg. about the Civil War is, it's funny because you can tell the amount of immigrants who came in and what mm-hmm. their names were and stuff like that. You don't see too many Salvatore Palumbos dying in the Civil War. It was yeah. So we were talking smart. about Gumads. They weren't quite there yet. You Davey. don't know. She might have been. Maybe she went over. She's like, like, what's your name? She's like, Jessica Fry. And they're like, oh, I'm gonna call you Jessica Fry. And Jessica Fry blew Custer, but she really was Could like, be it. like Giuseppe it. Giuseppe Frantesc. Fortunata. Are you saying it's only Italians that were Flavio Vagine. Are you say, saying it's only Italian? Did you say Flavio Vagine? Flavio. Punta Vagine? Punta Vagine. All right, yeah. 
Good work. Hey, man, oh, Custer. God. Yeah, I'm sure he had <sighs> an Indian side piece, right? Oh, God. They overthrew the government. It was a Punta Vagin. <laughs> there you go. I like it. I like it. We're gonna... Okay, go on. That'd be your name. It would be um, Punta Vagin? Yeah. I wanted to name my kid. Uh, uh, Punta Air... Vagin? I want to name my kid Labio. <laughs> Labio Vagin. <laughs> my kid better have some skill. And then I want to name my daughter Areola. <laughs> That'd be awesome. No. Uh, and I want to spell it A-E-E-R-I-E-O-L-L-A so no, nobody Dave. can figure out how to fucking spell it. No, Dave. That would not be awesome. <laughs> it would not, not for her. Not but for, for anyone. Be fucking funny. <laughs> I don't be have to funny. deal with it. Is that like... Uh, What's your kid's that like, name? I don't know. <laughs> is that like or- Orangelo? Orangelo? Orange Jello? Orange is that a- <laughs> Molly sh- and Molly. Or Shathid? Shathid. Shahed? <laughs> spell it. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. No, yeah, but uh, okay. Custer. So those were pretty two famous Medal of Honor winners that we all, everybody all knows. They were. I, I just said Medal of Honor winner. You did. This is the military man. No, this. I've is, never been in the military. This day is the in my bourbon life, man right now, and I know enough not to call anyone a Medal I of apologize. Honor winner. I hope that all the people Josh went to basic training with all converge on his home and beat him with bars of soap in socks while he sleeps. They will. I'm just saying. He deserves so it. So those were two Medal of Honor recipients that we all Recip- know. Oh, now he fucking, no, all, all right, right. whatever. Yeah, uh, okay. One for a couple great reasons and one for not so great reasons. So before we get into uh, some people that we're going to talk about, I want to talk about some people that I know who died, who need, who I, I celebrate their life during Memorial Day. Okay. Because they did give it for this country. And all three died in three very different ways, mm-hmm. but they all died while serving their country. Okay. So the first is Lieutenant Colonel Todd Clark. He was the, with the 10th Mountain Division, all right? And he uh, he was serving in Iraq. He was a cavalry officer. If you ain't cav, you ain't shit. That was one of the... Wow. I'm sure my infantry guys are going to get all pissed off about wow. that. Right? If it ain't rough, it ain't me. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. no, that's one of the sayings the cav has, right? Mm-hmm. And I I was a cav guy, so I can say it. So, Did um, you ride a horse? Cavalry. Did you ride a horse? Did you guys ever have anything to do with horses at all in the cavalry? I have no idea what cavalry does. I've never so, been in the military. So the cav, um, there's armored cav, there's air cav. So it's nothing to cav. do with like cavalry you would think well, of. The cavalry. cavalry used to be horses. Yes. Yeah, that's right. what I mean. So nothing. Right. So the cavalry used to be horses. The infantry, on foot, which was short for infant, it was those who couldn't ride on the on the horses. So that's why they were on foot, because they weren't able to ride. Right. No shit. See, I learned about I don't know nothing off the military. Yeah, that goes back a long time ago. Right. But yeah, there's infantry and cavalry. There's always a huge rivalry between all of them. Okay, because one's right. walking and one's riding. Right, exactly. One's one a pussy one. and the other one's tough, right? So That's nowadays, in today's okay. modern day army, right? So the cavalry is in is modern day army. And you'll see the cavalry will be on um, tanks. There's air cav, which is helicopters and stuff like that, right? And then you have... Um, like what I was on, which was a reconnaissance element, right? Okay. And we were on uh, up-armored Humvees. We'd get out of the Humvees and, and go set up with things called OPs and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, mostly we were, we, were, we were mounted. It's called mounted. So we were huh. on, on vehicles. Yep. Badass Humvees. Well, so I yeah. drove a Ford Escort. The fuck? Yes. Yeah, anyway, go on. Yeah. Go on. You're, you're, so yes. You're, do you want to hear friend. a funny story about when I was in calf school real quick? Um, sure. Okay. So, oh, and this has to do with Memorial Day, too, because we, we will remember this guy. So did when you, I went did to Did you Cavs win school, any medals? I didn't. But okay. So when we went to Cavs, when I went to Calvary School, or when I went to 
So as an army officer, I had to go to arm, armor school, right? Okay. So half armor school was on tanks, mm-hmm. and half armor school was being on foot, um, almost like, and, and they're going to hate me for saying this, light infantry work where you're doing reconnaissance, okay? And you're a scout. Okay. Right? So you're looking for the enemy. Like Sacagawea. Well, Sacagawea wasn't a scout. She just, she was a guide. Geronimo. Geronimo was an Indian general, no. Kit Carson. Sitting Bull. How about Kit Carson? You know that name? Famous scout. Yes. Okay, Kit Carson. So when I was in when Coach, I was in armor school, Cochise. there was an Egyptian guy there who was on tanks. His name was Mahmoud, right? Did he learn how to fly planes in the U.S.? Okay. Well, the, here's the thing about United States Army schools. I'm asking. They take foreign, friendly foreign nationals into their schools. Well, they're all and friendly they at first. Exactly. But they take friendly what? foreign nationals in. So every army mm-hmm. officer school has friendly uh, foreign officers in there, and they're learning the same thing you are. So Mahmoud was a How tank commander okay. in Egypt, right? Egypt. So in the during the first uprising, Mahmoud was on a tank. Mahmoud. So we said to him That's one day, awesome. we go, "Hey, Mahmoud, <laughs> uh, what did you do during the uprising?" <laughs> I didn't say his name without laughing. We didn't say first uprising because there was only a uprising at the time. Okay. All right. So he said, what did you do during the uprising? And Mahmoud says, uh, I was on tank. And we go, yeah, but what did you do? Did you do anything? He was like, oh, I run over many cars. <laughs> right? Now he sounds like a Native American, but like, he's like, I run over many cars. But that's how he talked. I run them over many so cars. Like, you ran over a bunch of cars with your tank? He's like, ah, yes. And he's laughing. And I was like, uh, he goes, uh, people would say, why you run over my car? And I would say, why did you park it there? And it made me laugh. So fucking loud. Like, and it was in the middle of class one day. I couldn't stop laughing at this fucking Mahmoud character. Mahmoud, I right? love it. Oh, it's like, man, he would meat. get drunk and he would listen to, he would get drunk. <laughs> Mahmoud would get drunk in the, in this place where we were staying. And he would listen to Adele. Oh, Not Adele. Was it Adele? It might've been Adele. Or Amy Winehouse, or one of those you emotional know where she ended singers. Up. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Oh, I don't need dude, no rehab. It was so funny. <laughs> but speaking of Memorial Memorial Day, R.I.P. Mahmoud. Mahmoud ended up being killed oh, in the second uprising. I'm sorry about a sui- Mahmoud. A suicide bomber uh, drove his car into Mahmoud's tank. So Jesus. ultimately, the car had the revenge on that one. But yeah, right. Why'd you was, park your car I mean, there? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Poor Mahmoud. Uh, yeah, he didn't quite make it. Okay. So, but uh, so now we're going to talk about some guys. All right, who received the Medal of Honor and they got their Medal of Honor posthumously. So they got it after they died. All right, and we're going to start with one. We're going to start with two. Post what? Posthumously? Did I say? Fuck. Oh, posthumously? No. It, yeah, posthumous. posthumously. Posthumously. It's not po- No, it's not All posthumously. Right, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> See, that's one of those words I can't I can't say. It's it's not posthumously. It's like Aachen shocking. It's it's posthumously. Posthumously. Okay. Posthumously. Thank you for correcting me on that. Because for 43 fucking years, I've been saying it the wrong hey, way. here's a medal posthumously. Post right. what? So. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. God. Okay. Glad your soundboard just <laughs> totally shrunk me. It, it shrunk the size of his penis by about. Every, well, not just my, my whole body. It's crumpled right up. Into, <laughs> no, it's posthumously. Posthumously. Yeah, posthumously. All right. Posthumously. Guess what? Normally, I'm pretty good with that stuff. Yeah, you are really good with that stuff. That's a word I just didn't. Okay. Couldn't he do. also said that people won the Medal of Honor, so whatever. I, I'm just going to go oh, on. Oh, fuck yourself. 
This goes way back to episode one where he's like, ding, 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 winner, winner, you True, lose. true. Guess what? I beat Dave. <laughs> Guess what? Hey, I haven't brought it up though, right? You want to start rehashing old history stuff? We can do that. Mm, no. <laughs> All right. So we are going to talk about two heroes who died in 1993 during the Battle of Mogadishu. Okay. All right. We're going to talk about Randy Shukart and Gary Gordon. Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk Down. Mm-hmm. Operation Gothic Serpent was the name of that operation. That's an awesome name. It is so operation awesome. Go- it's like Operation, like, insert my dick in your ass. It's like, whoa, you're going to do what right? to me? <laughs> and let me tell you something. It makes you scared to hear it. <laughs> if that was the name. Gothic of the, Serpent. If, the, if Operation Insert Your Dick Into My Ass was the name, then these were the guys who were to fucking do it. Oh, yeah. Because they were Delta Force operators. The best of the best special operators out there. In which branch? So Delta Force, Delta Force was started, it was typically Army branch, but now yeah. they pull from all, they're called CAG, all right, Combat Action Group, or um, all right, there's a couple different names for them. They wouldn't even talk about the existence of Delta Force. So they pull from all the branches. Years. Now they pull from all branches. Okay. All right. Uh, when they first began, it was typically Army. All right, a lot of Green Berets. They would try to take the best of the best from there. All right, but yes, now, and there's different elements now okay. of uh, of CAG or of Delta Force, all right? And yes, there is all different branches that are involved with cool. that now. Cool. And these guys are seriously probably the best, not probably, they are the best Special Forces operators in the world. All right, true heroes. Jesus. So um, Randy Shakar and Gary Gordon... Operation Gothic Serpent, later known as Black Hawk Down. These guys were part of the Delta Force and Ranger Group. So they were part of the Ranger. There was Ranger units involved, too. So Rangers are also badass. They're badass motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. All right? Um, So these guys, they were were tasked to capture a Somali warlord named uh, Farah Adid. Mm. So what happened was there was a, uh, a civil war in Somalia. Warlords started to take chunks of Somalia. Yep. Is there right? Right. So Faradid would take part of Mogadishu. What they would do is the UN would come in or different medical groups and stuff like that. Uh, aid groups would come in. They'd try to bring food. Faradid would capture that food, and then he would sell it or give it to his men. He controlled certain areas. Hmm. He was a true warlord, a true piece of shit. All right? Hmm. So these guys were tasked with... Uh, capturing uh Farah Adid for Operation Gothic Serpent. Okay. During the operation, they go into Mogadishu. All right. Uh, during that time, the, uh, the Somalis are alerted of the American presence, and two Blackhawks were shot down. The first one was called Blackhawk 6-4. It was a pilot, uh, Michael Durant, mm-hmm. was, uh, was the only survivor when it crashed. All right. So Michael Durant's down there in the middle of Mogadishu, and he's trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Randy Shugard, Gary Gordon, are up in another Blackhawk providing what's called Overwatch. They were snipers, okay? So they're providing Overwatch from a, a fairly safe position, okay? And they're knocking off people who are trying to go get Michael Durant, and they're they're doing their job. Mm-hmm. And they asked. Three times to be inserted alone with no one else to go save Michael Durant. And they said no. They said no until the third time. Mm-hmm. On the third time, command came over and they they told them, you know what you're doing. 
All right. This is you. There's a good opportunity. We're not gonna, not going to be able to get to you guys. Mm-hmm. They said 100. percent We know what we're going what we're going into. Mm. And they dropped ropes out of a helicopter. The helicopter didn't land on the ground. It's called fast roping. Yep. Right. And they fast rope down into the middle of fucking Mogadishu. Shitloads of people. Shitloads of people. Not happy with them. They went in to go get Michael Durant. Mm-hmm. They find Michael Durant. They drag him to a safe hide area. And they start to protect him. Mm-hmm. All right. They killed an ass load of fucking Somalis that day. Mm-hmm. All right. Those Somalis wanted to kill Michael Durant. Mm-hmm. Michael Durant credits them with saving the, his life. Both Gary Gordon and Randy Shughart mm-hmm. expended every single round they had until the mob overcame them, and then they were killed. Killed them. What about Michael Durant? Did he live? Michael Durant lived. The Somalis took him, ca- Farah Adid, captured him, and then months later, he was released, and then after that, Farah Adid was assassinated. So they died protecting Michael Durant. They died protecting Michael Durant. Who then lived. And were the two of them awarded the Medal of Honor posthumously? They were awarded the Medal of Honor You shot out all your ammunition, killing Somalis to protect the dude. You know you got none left, so you just start fighting him hand to hand. But here's the deal. They also knew they weren't coming out. So they wanted to know they weren't coming back out. They asked three times to go in and insert... And go help Michael Durant. And were denied. But they knew the exact situation that they were going to put themselves in. They knew they were going to die protecting him. Hmm. And they still did it. That's badass. Badass. Total badass. Total badass. All right. Medal of Honor winners. Check. Nope. Medal of Honor recipients. Jesus, I said winners. What the fuck? (laughs) See, I said it by... I'm not military guys. I got an excuse. This one over here, (laughs) the one to my left... Who's getting half in the bag and feeling me up and almost on his way to my balls at my thigh? <laughs> he has no excuse at all. Anyway, go on. The Medal all of right. Honor recipients, check. Check. Now. And let me tell you something. Um, there's a lot of different things. Uh, I was actually in Sugar and Gordon. There's an area in Fort Polk. Mm-hmm. They call it Sugar Gordon. All right, I was there. Um, they will never be forgotten by those who serve. I'm sure they will. So those two guys, they're true heroes. They are the epitome of the soldier's creed, which if you were ever in the army, you know. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they leave no brothers behind. They uh, they really, they're, they're um, two unbelievable heroes for this country. Mm. So the next le- big dick lead slinger we're going to be talking about here. Big dick lead <laughs> slinger. This guy, one of my favorites, right? John H. Pruitt from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Mm. We're going to be talking about him. He was a Marine. Okay. All right. Sixth Marine Regiment during World War One. Okay. So World War One, a little different, right? <clears throat> a little different than Pardon World me. War Two mm-hmm. because of the trench systems that were involved. They had different sneakers. Different yeah. sneakers. Yes, they had different <laughs> sneakers. You fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, would they wear Cortezes or Jordans? No, they wore Nikes. Nikes. The Nikes. canvas Nikes. Canvas they got trench foot real easy. They're yeah, canvas. Yeah. They had a little rubber over the toe, mm-hmm. so the toes were all right. But then right. when it soaked through the canvas and got to their toes under the rubber. That's when you got it, trench foot? It kept the moisture in, and, that's and they got trench trench foot. Foot. Yeah. Yeah. Nikes. And they had Tommy Hilfiger jackets. 
Oh, they did? And Tommy Hilfiger jackets suck. Hey, you want to hear something funny? Now, if they had members-only jackets, they Did you know that Hugo Boss? They wouldn't have froze. Did you know that Hugo Boss designed the Nazi uniforms? Hugo Boss? True fucking story. True story. Hugo Boss was one of the design. They were the, the company. Or it, I don't know if Hugo Boss was around that, but they actually designed the Nazi uniform. Monfira. Yep. Who so we're designs gonna... the Nazi uniform for us? Mm, let's see. Mm, shall it be Levi? Nine. Shall it be Hilfiger? Nine. Nine. It should be Hugo Boss. <laughs> yes, that make it so. Just flat as one thing. Put him in his Volkswagen. That's not real German. I don't know. It sounds like, you could it like, sound like your Scottish impression. <laughs> fuck you. You know what? <laughs> Did oh, you, you drink Akintaken talking? Oh, you got, you know, fuck you, dude. Here's a go. All right. You started it. Here we go. I like to say that Josh, you know, little wiener. You motherfucker. He's got a tiny wiener. And he's, he doesn't like scotch. I like scotch a lot. Are you Jamaican? We're drinking a lot. Don't stop with me. You're I'm, Jamaican me crazy right now. I'm going to show off his microphone. <laughs> All right, you control the board. <laughs> I do control All the right, board. All right, so now back to my boy, John H. Pruitt from Fayetteville, Arkansas, and 6th Hugh. Marine Regiment during World War One, and, and he was boss. in Bella Wood, all right? Bella, Bella Wood? Bella Wood was one of the biggest battles in World War One. Different than Morning Wood. It happened in the afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. It happened all day long for years on end. <laughs> Not just in the morning. Yeah, no Viagra needed. So <laughs> Pruitt, he was awarded... Three silver stars before he was awarded the Medal of Honor. Okay, wow. so yeah, so the silver star is still a big deal. I say, wow, like I know what I'm talking about, right? I, no but, I mean, you can look it up, it. Google what the silver star is. Okay, the silver star is a big deal, really. Yeah, there, okay. I mean, there isn't there's a lot of silver star, you know, recipients, but there isn't it, it's you know, it's nowhere near the Medal of Honor, but it, it's it's up there. There's there's you need to show a significant amount of valor okay, to be awarded the Silver Star, and he had three of them. So what did he do? So he, uh, for those three Silver Stars, between in a couple days, him and his squad, they took out three machine gun nests. So in World War One, <laughs> <laughs> His microphone just fucking fell off the <laughs> Standby, technical difficulties. <laughs> All right, so so Josh just got into a battle. He wanted, he fucking was awarded a silver star for fucking defending himself against a fucking microphone. This microphone booster. came down and hit me, dude. The microphone just fell Probably off. Probably fucking thing. John Pruitt who oh, wants to hurt me for oh my. laughing about everything that he did. <laughs> oh my god, dude! You are thank you for servicing me. Go ahead, oh. go ahead. So Pruitt and his squad, a squad could be like. <laughs> That was funny. I'm sorry. Go on. So Pruin his squad to to earn to earn his silver stars. Pruin his squad. Squad's like six to twelve guys, depending on whatever, right? So they charged three machine gun nests, mm-hmm. and they overtook these machine gun nests, and they took cap. They captured some people. All right, Germans. They captured some Germans. Yep. World War One Germans. World War One Germans. Yep. I don't remember. I wasn't there. But my yeah. uncle's cousin's brothers. Aunts, friends, fathers, nephews, mothers, sisters, mothers. Did we give up when Germany bombed Pearl Harbor, Dave? No, we didn't. Germans? <laughs> Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> uh, Hell no! Uh, animal House, for those who don't know. <laughs> right, right. You know what you do have to put on your fucking soundboard is 0.0. 0. 
What do you have to say, Mr. Blue Tongue? Well, spit it out. <laughs> I'm sure probably, Pruitt would probably have loved fucking Animal House. He right? probably would have loved it anyway. So he won three silver stars. So he won three silver stars. He's cool. And he did that in like a, a period of like a week. All right. He, machine gun nest. Machine. He took out all these machine gun nests. Okay. So he was killed the day before his 22nd birthday. Hmm. And this is how the citation read. He was 21. He was he was 21 when he was killed. And change. And it was the day before his birthday. Mm-hmm. So Pruitt, when I say that this guy was a big dick lead slinger, big dick lead slinger, 23rd, 63rd trimester, dude. This Bad. guy. Listen to this. Okay. Pruitt single-handedly attacked two machine guns, capturing them and killing the enemy. He then captured 40. Four zero prisoners that were in a dugout nearby. Really? Yeah. So this guy, appropriate music, because you're playing the Marine Corps hymn right now, right? He goes for these frigging fucking machine gun nests. He single-handedly takes out two of them. Jesus. And then he looks over and he's like, hey, 40 motherfuckers over there. You're coming with me. And guess what they did? They came with him. Octoon, baby. Wow. They stopped doing what they were doing and went with him. He captured 40 people that day. Wow. With one hand. Amazing. No, uh, you're such an idiot. <laughs> I'm just saying. You said that in the beginning. And we're going to talk about the one hand. Single-handedly. Single-handedly, meaning that so he was captured alone. captured them all with one hand. He was alone. He used one hand to capture 40 prisoners. I'm going to use one hand to beat nests. the fuck out of you right really? now. You're yeah. Doing, you think you, you could? Be, you, think you think you could do it? You think you one hand jujitsu me right now? You think you could? one hand jujitsu you think you're you're fucking dick. You think you could? I'll grab your balls and yank them so hard. No, you won't. You'll be like, I'm going to kick your ass. No, you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> How do you know? No, you won't. How do you know? No, you won't. How do you know? Hey, go on. That's the best fourth grade argument I've ever had. so fucking stupid. Alright, come on. We're 40 minutes into this. No, we you got won't. A fucking fucking jerk. Yes, I will. I'll charge my drum I set. I wish Pruitt was here right I'll now. I'll charge my drum set. I don't even fucking charge your dick. He probably would and chop it off with his one hand. Dude. And then hand it to you. He didn't Get it? have one hand, the next guy does. You just said he did it single handedly. What did he do with the other hand? I'm just asking. Fucking shove it down your throat. He'd rip out your goddamn heart. Maybe, I don't want to know what he would do. What did he do with the other hand? He fucking took out two German machine gun nests, but he didn't have one hand. He had two. Well, Stick then, it Abbott and Costello fucking He didn't do it routine. single-handedly. All right, motherfucker. He did it alone. How about He's that? He's getting mad. He's he getting did it alone. Getting, he did it alone. God but did he do you. it with alone with one hand, or did he do it alone with... He did it alone with both hands, you fucking idiot. Wow. <laughs> Why am I an idiot? Because Josh misrepresents the whole fucking story. Oh. Just like I don't know how to say posthumously. Yeah, yeah, post, yeah. Posthumously, right, exactly. this guy won a fucking right. award single-handedly. Single-handedly. Single-hand, meaning one. One hand. He fucking Single-handedly means alone you know in what? this fucking certain situation. I would have enjoyed this story a lot more if he captured God these people with it. one I hand. I want to throw you on the ground and <laughs> put my fucking balls right on your face. Really? Yeah. I want to roll you. say that you. like it's something you've never done before. Uh, Private Pruitt is so mad at both of us right now. <laughs> he probably is. His ghost is going to come back and skull fuck us So both. listen to the rest of the fucking citation. Right. And he's going to use his one hand to grab the back of our head. <laughs> Go so ahead. after he yes. captured all these people, mm-hmm. Private Pruitt says, I ain't done killing Germans today. Really? Yeah. So what's he do? He fucking gets a sniper rifle and he goes out in the middle of the fucking field all alone, single-handedly. With one hand. You fucking dickhead. Just saying. 
And he starts killing more Germans. So they call a whole artillery barrage on Private Pruitt, which ends Private Pruitt at that point. So that's what killed him was them. That killed him was the artillery barrage. But he barrage. was like, fuck y'all. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. He's a badass. Private, Private Pruitt from Fayetteville, Arkansas, a true American hero. Absolutely. One of the people who you need to thank. So you have three people so far. You're going to have four by the end of this podcast to thank for your freedoms and to thank for your barbecue. Private Pruitt being one of them. I like it. I like it. And all with one hand. Go ahead. What's the next one? Fucking cocksucker. Just saying. You're the one that said it. This dude, you know, I'm telling you. All right. So we're going to talk about Brent Womack or Bryant Womack. I'm sorry. Little different situation for this guy. Okay. So they don't give his rank, but I'm trying to look at his collar, and it looks like he was a specialist. All right. So for those of you who were in the military, he was like an E3. So he was an enlisted guy. He was a medic. He was in the Korean War in 1953. Hmm. So during a really, really cold night in uh, January 1953. This guy's an old school motherfucker, what you're saying. Old school. Old school. Well, not as old school as Private Pruitt. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, he was definitely. Well, Korea, we're talking about 1950s, Korea. yeah. Well, he's... Korea was the forgotten well, you're right. War. I'm thinking World War II was way before. Okay, never mind. World War II was. World War II was way before Korea. I'm thinking Korea, like it, way back. Well, not when. way before. You got to figure 1953. World War II ended in 46. Yeah, so so ten years. That's it's almost ten years after. It's a decade, almost seven, seven, ten, whatever. Single-handedly, two hands, whatever. God damn it! Posthumously, oh go ahead. Posthumously. Oh, thank you. Go ahead. Please. I can't believe Please. that I'm that big of an idiot. Please continue. You have no idea. This is going to bother me. <laughs> I know it is. This is going to bother me all the time. I know it is. Go ahead. All right. So, uh, Private Pruitt. Pruitt. No, we're talking about, now we're talking about Bryant Womack. Bryant. Bryant. B R Y A N T. Bryant. Okay. Bryant Womack. Like Bryant Gumble. Right. Bryant Womack, he was a medic in the Army. And like I said, I, I, it doesn't list what his rank was. I think he was a specialist. Okay. From looking at his collar brass, but it's still kind of it's kind of blurred in the picture I'm looking at. So in 1953, it was only six months before the war ended. Mm-hmm. Womack is a medic attached to his unit, and they're on a, a foot patrol at night. Okay, all right. So they have a run in with uh, a superior force, and Womack's unit suffered severe casualties. Okay, so he starts to take care of those guys, right? So, he starts to render aid to all of them, and he seriously wounded himself. He takes a pretty decent arm wound. Okay. All right? But he keeps on going, this guy, Mm -hmm. because it's the brotherhood, Mm -hmm. and you have to take care of your people. Right. It's his job, right? He's a medic. Right. He's the medic. Okay, he's a medic. So, other medics were there at the time, and they want to give him medical attention. He's like, go fuck yourself, man. I have other people to take care of. Okay. So he wants nothing to do with this other medical. He doesn't. He is totally bypassing his own health, and he's like, "I got way too many people to take care of. Leave me alone." So he starts treating um, all of them, right? Okay. He starts treating all the guys that were hurt. It turns out, after a little while into this fight, he's the only medic that's left. Other soldiers are saying, "Hey, look, we got to take care of you." And he's saying, no, I still have to treat more people. So he was treating a couple of them, and he was struck by a mortar. Mm-hmm. 
So what a mortar is? Do you know what a mortar is? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll tell the people out there who might not know what a mortar is. It's almost like um, it's an explosive that, like, think about your firework, right? You put, like, a big firework into a tube, and it shoots off into the air, and it blows up midair. What a mortar does is, same thing, you put that explosive into a tube, and it shoots a certain distance, mm-hmm. and it... Um, and it, and it blows up on the ground when it hits the ground, right? Mm-hmm. So, and they're pretty powerful. They can do some real bad damage. Right. So he's struck by a mortar, and a majority of his right arm is completely taken off. So he truly is single-handedly treating people. Yes. See, that's why I said, wait fucking, for the next guy for your stupid joke. Fucking finally. For your stupid joke. Wait for the Not next guy. Not a stupid guy. joke. Just fucking, what? anyway, go on. So, as a medic, Womack yeah. knew the full consequences of delaying a field dressing to his wounds, right? Right. So he knew if I don't treat myself, if I don't tourniquet this, or if I don't put a pressure dressing on this, I am going to die. And then there's no medic left to treat anybody else. There's no medic left to treat anybody else. Why would he do that? But what does he do? Uh He continues to treat other other people Uh because there were more severely injured people that he thought he could save at the time. So he bypasses himself. Treats them. Selfless service. For that, he was awarded right? the Silver Star. So he goes on to treat other wounded men, and he provides the direction to others in first aid techniques. So he starts telling people, mm-hmm. like, hey, look, do this to yourself. Do that. Like, he's telling them, put your bandage here. Take this morphine. Put these tourniquets on. And he's saving all these guys. He's teaching them to self-treat. But it wasn't long. Because he couldn't do it. Because he, he couldn't do it because he had right, one arm. Right. And it wasn't long until he passes out because... Got one arm. He, he has one arm, yeah. and it got blown off. Right, and then he succumbed to his injuries. So, um, he died while being carried away from the firefight by his comrades. Hmm. So his guys knew, look, we got to take care of him, mm-hmm. and they took. I'll tell you what, um, being in combat arms in the army, your medics, they're the most important people that are there. Absolutely, they're keeping the troops from. They're bringing them back to the fight again. Absolutely. Without them, they don't come back. I'm not just bringing them back to the fight. But they're they're taking it's. Let's be honest. When you're in, when you're at war, mm-hmm. the government decides where you're going. But you're not fighting for the government. When it comes down to it, you're fighting for the guy next to you. Yeah, you're fighting for the guys that you become really close with. They're like your family, right? I've never been in the military, so I don't know. Um, but I've I have enough friends that are in the military that have told me the same thing. They're like you're you're fighting for the guys that, that on your left and on your right, not right. for the president, not for Congress, right. not for the dictator, or the warlord. You're right. fighting to make sure the guy to the left of you and right of you are safe. Right. That's what. Right, you're wrong, for. or indifferent, yep. whatever the side is. At and that let me point, tell you, it doesn't something. really matter. You're just fighting for the guys. Well, Mac, he died for the guys to the left and the right of him. I mean, he died to make sure that they were okay. That's awesome. As well as, Womack, Pruitt, mm-hmm. Sugard, and Gordon, the four guys we talked about. As well as Lieutenant Colonel um, Todd Clark, who um, Todd Clark, I'm going to talk a little bit about a couple guys who I know. Mm-hmm. Okay, Todd Clark, I went to school, I went to high school with his brother, mm-hmm. Kyle. Kyle is in a wheelchair. He would lead us out to our football games mm-hmm. when I was in high school. Todd Clark was 10th Mountain. All right, and like I told you before, he died um, in Afghanistan. Okay, um, and he died a hero. All right, and then um, 
Joseph Delk, who died in, in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Private Joseph Nelk, young man, died a couple weeks after his 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, w- I was deployed with him when he died. Another hero. All right. And we're going to talk about a little bit about my buddy, uh, Sergeant John Cooper. Another 10th Mountain guy. John Cooper died a little different. Right? 10th Mountain, your division? No, 10th. I was 27th Brigade okay. Combat Team. Okay. John Cooper, uh, who I served with again when I deployed to Ukraine... John Cooper, and this is kind of a little bit hard to talk about, but John Cooper killed himself in November of 2019. Um, and again, he served his country. He needs to be remembered. He's one of those 22 a day. 22 veterans a day kill themselves. Mission 22. Mission 22, I got your six. Mm-hmm. Two great uh, groups that look after veterans, all right? 22 veterans a day. There's been more veterans who've committed suicide than who have died since 2001 than have died in, in the Iraq and Afghanistan campaigns combined. Mission22.com and I've got your six.com, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Two different organizations, same thing. Veteran suicide. So John Cooper also, uh, I talked to him, I talked to Nelk uh, like two days before he passed. And I, I talked to Cooper about a week before he died. And we made plans to go get a beer when he get, he came home. Um, he was up at Fort Drum, New York, uh, 10th Mountain. <clears throat> and when he passed, uh, it was that was hard. So, you know, on today's moral, not to sound, you know, not to bring this podcast down, not to be a little Debbie Downer, but those veterans, too, need to be remembered. Mm-hmm. So those 22 a day need to be remembered. Yeah, so, yeah, because their wounds aren't necessarily suffered in battle. Right. Their wounds are, are carried with them. Right. And one of the hardest things, and like I said, again, I'm not a military guy, never have been. But from what I understand from guys I've talked to and friends that I have in the military, the hardest part of being deployed in a theater of any kind of combat or war is coming back and trying to assimilate back into life, into uh civilian life so because you just don't know it's not the same it's so it's, it's i wasn't deployed thing. to a com- to a combat zone mm-hmm. but i was deployed to a country that was at war all right and they were at war all the way in the east ukraine and i'll tell you that after being with those people for almost a year 11 plus months oh, you're gone for a while it's gone for a while yeah <clears throat> um to reassimilate back into Society is hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, not to bring anybody down, but if you ever want to read a good book, you read Tribe by Sebastian Younger, the same guy who did Perfect Storm. And it's a short read. If you want to listen to it, it's like maybe four hours on Audible. But it's an amazing book, and it talks about the assimilation of the soldier back into society mm. and how we don't, as a society, we don't truly accept these guys. Mm-hmm. They don't have a specific task or purpose, which they had in the military, and that's why they end up doing what they're doing. Yeah. So, um, again, you know, tomorrow, or Memorial Day, Saturday, I'm going to be up at John's Grave in Saratoga National Park, all right, um, paying respects to him. And Private Nelk, uh, he's all, you know, they're all always on my mind. But um, Todd Clark, I never met, but his brother is 
an amazing individual and inspiring an inspiring individual um, for everything he has to go through every day. But um, I'll tell you what, those are three people who, who my mind tends to go to when we're here for this weekend. So I want to raise my glass there to those guys, Dave, please. All right. Cheers to these guys. Cheers to them. All right. Um, and again, I don't want to down end it on a down note, all right? But I do want to end it on something for you to think about on this one. So think about the veterans who didn't make it home. Mm-hmm. That's what I ask. So thank you, guys. Dave? Yeah, thanks for listening. We have to end this podcast on a positive note. Let's do it. <clears throat> so let me say this. I have chosen, because the last few podcasts are, seems to be a common theme. Dick? No. Well, kind of. <laughs> but listen, when you think of me and you hear Dave of Josh and Dave, just remember, monkeys fuck everything. You son of a bitch. I'm just saying, monkeys fuck everything. I'm about to come at you like a spider monkey and fuck your mouth <laughs> right now. If your three-year-old is hanging out outside your Bangladeshi <laughs> fucking apartment and you're fucking like hanging out inside with your broom and some monkey comes on a fucking electric motorcycle and grabs a kid, he probably wants to fuck him. So saying. you know what, Dave ain't lying. I ain't uh, lying. The monkey comes over an electric motorcycle. You don't. You don't ask questions. You shoot fucking first. You fucking shoot because that monkey's gonna that skull fuck the skull fuck something. <laughs> he's gonna fuck you. He's gonna be like, ah, hey everybody. We hate to say it, but you know, <laughs> you guys enjoy your Memorial Day and Happy. remember why you have it. Please do. Memorial Day weekend is for remembering, and please remember raise a glass to those who've given the ultimate sacrifice. God bless America. And we'll see you guys next time. That's fucking awesome.